part one chapter two of the history of the devil this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the history of the devil by daniel defoe part one chapter two of the word devil as it is a proper name to the devil and any or all his host angels etc it is a question not yet determined by the learned whether the word devil be a singular that is to say the name of a person standing by himself or a noun of multitude if it be a singular and so must be used personally only as a proper name it consequently implies one imperial devil monarch or king of the whole clan of hell justly distinguished by the term the devil or as the scots call him the muckle horn deal or as others in a wilder dialect the devil of hell that is to say the devil of a devil or better still as the scripture expresses it by way of emphasis the great red dragon the devil and satan but if we take this word to be as above a noun of multitude and so to be used ambodexter as occasion presents singular or plural then the devil signifies satan by himself or satan with all his legions at his heels as you please more or less and this way of understanding the word as it may be very convenient for my purpose in the account i am now to give of the infernal powers so it is not altogether improper in the nature of the thing it is thus expressed in scripture where the person possessed matthew four twenty four is first said to be possessed of the devil singular and our saviour asks him as speaking to a single person what is thy name and is answered in the plural and singular together my name is legion for we are many nor will it be any wrong to the devil supposing him a single person seeing entitling him to the conduct of all his inferior agents is what he will take rather for an addition to his infernal glory than a diminution or lessening of him in the extent of his fame having thus articled with the devil for liberty of speech i shall talk of him sometimes in the singular as a person and sometimes in the plural as an host of devils or of infernal spirits just as occasion requires and as the history of his affairs makes necessary but before i enter upon any part of his history the nature of the thing calls me back and my lord b of in his late famous orations in defence of liberty summons me to prove that there is such a thing or such a person as the devil and in short unless i can give some evidence of his existence as my lord said very well i am talking of nobody d me sir says a graceless comrade of his to a great man your grace will go to the devil d m ye sir says the d then i shall go nowhere i wonder where you intend to go nay to the d l too i doubt says graceless for i am almost as wicked as my lord duke duke thou art a silly empty dog says the and if there is such a place as a hell though i believe nothing of it tis a place for fools such as thou art grace i wonder then what heaven the great wits go to such as my lord duke i don't care to go there let it be where it will they are a tiresome kind of people there's no bearing them they'll make a hell wherever they come duke prithee hold thy fool's tongue i tell thee if there is any such place as we call nowhere that's all the heaven or hell that i know of or believe anything about grace very good my lord so that heaven is nowhere and hell is nowhere and the devil is nobody according to my lord duke duke yes sir and what then grace and you are to go nowhere when you die are you 
duke yes you dog don't you know what that incomparable noble genius my lord rochester sings upon the subject i believe it unfeignedly after death nothing is and nothing death grace you believe it my lord you mean you would fain believe it if you could but since you put that great genius my lord rochester upon me let me play him back upon your grace i am sure you have read his fine poem upon nothing in one of the stanzas of which is this beautiful thought and to be part of thee the wicked wisely pray duke you are a foolish dog grace and my lord duke is a wise infidel duke why is it not wiser to believe no devil than to be always terrified at him grace but shall i toss another poet upon you my lord if it should so fall out as who can tell but there may be a god a heaven and hell mankind had best consider well for fear to should be too late when their mistakes appear duke d m your foolish poet that's not my lord rochester grace but how must i be damned if there's no devil is not your grace a little inconsistent there my lord rochester would not have said that and it please your grace duke no you dog i'm not inconsistent at all and if i had the ordering of you i'd make you sensible of it i'd make you think yourself damned for want of a devil grace that's like one of your grace's paradoxes such as when you swore by god that you did not believe there was any such thing as a god or devil so you swear by nothing and damn me to nowhere duke you are a critical dog who taught you to believe these solemn trifles who taught you to say there is a god grace nay i had a better schoolmaster than my lord duke duke why who was your schoolmaster pray grace the devil and it please your grace duke the devil the devil he did what you're going to quote scripture are you prithee don't tell me of scripture i know what you mean the devils believe and tremble why then i have the whip-hand of the devil for i hate trembling and am delivered from it effectually for i never believed anything of it and therefore i don't tremble grace and there indeed i am a wickeder creature than the devil or even than my lord duke for i believe and yet don't tremble neither duke nay if you are come to your penitentials i have done with you grace and i think i must have done with my lord duke for the same reason duke i i pray do i'll go and enjoy myself i won't throw away the pleasure of my life i know the consequence of it grace and i'll go and reform myself else i know the consequence too this short dialogue happened between two men of quality and both men of wit too and the effect was that the lord brought the reality of the devil into the question and the debate brought the profligate to be a penitent so in short the devil was made a preacher of repentance the truth is god and the devil however opposite in their nature and remote from one another in their place of abiding seem to stand pretty much upon a level in our faith for as to our believing the reality of their existence he that denies one generally denies both and he that believes one necessarily believes both very few if any of those who believe there is a god and acknowledge the debt of homage which mankind owes to the supreme governor of the world doubt the existence of the devil except here and there one whom we call practical atheists and tis the character of an atheist if there is such a creature on earth that like my lord duke he believes neither god or devil as the belief of both these stands upon a level and that god and the devil seem to have an equal share in our faith 
so the evidence of their existence seems to stand upon a level too in many things and as they are known by their works in the same particular cases so they are discovered after the same manner of demonstration nay in some respects tis equally criminal to deny the reality of them both only with this difference that to believe the existence of a god is a debt to nature and to believe the existence of the devil is like a debt to reason one is a demonstration from the reality of visible causes and the other a deduction from the like reality of their effects one demonstration of the existence of god is from the universal well-guided consent of all nations to worship and adore a supreme power one demonstration of the existence of the devil is from the avowed ill-guided consent of some nations who knowing no other god make a god of the devil for want of a better it may be true that those nations have no other ideas of the devil than as of a superior power if they thought him a supreme power it would have other effects on them and they would submit to and worship him with a different kind of fear but tis plain they have right notions of him as a devil or evil spirit because the best reason and in some places the only reason they give for worshipping him is that he may do them no hurt having no notions at all of his having any power much less any inclination to do them good so that indeed they make a mere devil of him at the same time that they bow to him as to a god all the ages of paganism in the world have had this notion of the devil indeed in some parts of the world they had also some deities which they honoured above him as being supposed to be beneficent kind and inclined as well as capable to give them good things for this reason the more polite heathens such as the grecians and the romans had their lares or household gods whom they paid a particular respect to as being their protectors from hobgoblins ghosts of the dead evil spirits frightful appearances evil geniuses and other noxious beings from the invisible world or to put it into the language of the day we live in from the devil in whatever shape or appearance he might come to them and from whatever might hurt them and what was all this but setting up devils against devils supplicating one devil under the notion of a good spirit to drive out and protect them from another whom they called a bad spirit the white devil against the black devil this proceeds from the natural notions mankind necessarily entertains of things to come superior or inferior god and the devil fill up all futurity in our thoughts and tis impossible for us to form any images in our minds of an immortality and an invisible world but under the notions of perfect felicity or extreme misery now as these two respect the eternal state of man after life they are respectively the object of our reverence and affection or of our horror and aversion but notwithstanding they are placed thus in a diametrical opposition in our affections and passions they are on an evident level as to the certainty of their existence and as i said above bear an equal share in our faith it being then as certain that there is a devil as that there is a god i must from this time forward admit no more doubt of his existence nor take any more pains to convince you of it but speaking of him as a reality and being proceed to inquire who he is and from whence in order to enter directly into the detail of his history now not to enter into all the metaphysical trumpery of his schools nor wholly to confine myself to the language of the pulpit where we are told that to think of god and of the devil we must endeavour first to form ideas of those things which illustrate the description of rewards and punishments in the one the eternal presence of the highest good 
and as a necessary attendant the most perfect consummate durable bliss and felicity springing from the presence of that being in whom all possible beatitude is inexpressibly present and that in the highest perfection on the contrary to conceive of a sublime fallen archangel attended with an innumerable host of degenerate rebel seraphs or angels cast out of heaven together all guilty of inexpressible rebellion and all suffering from that time and to suffer for ever the eternal vengeance of the almighty in an inconceivable manner that his presence though blessed in itself is to them the most complete article of terror that they are in themselves perfectly miserable and to be with whom for ever adds an inexpressible misery to any state as well as place and fills the minds of those who are to be or expect to be banished to them with inconceivable horror and amazement but when you have gone over all this and a great deal more of the like though less intelligible language which the passions of men collect to amuse one another with you have said nothing if you omit the main article namely the personality of the devil until you add to all the rest some description of the company with whom all this is to be suffered viz the devil and his angels now who is this devil and his angels are what share they have either actively or passively in the eternal miseries of a future state how far they are agents in or partners with the sufferings of the place is a difficulty yet not fully discovered by the most learned nor do i believe tis made less a difficulty by their meddling with it but to come to the person and original of the devil or as i said before of devils i allow him to come of an ancient family for he is from heaven and more truly than the romans could say of their idolized numa he is of the race of the gods that satan is a fallen angel a rebel seraph cast out for his rebellion is the general opinion and tis not my business to dispute things universally received as he was tried condemned and the sentence of expulsion executed on him in heaven he is in this world like a transported felon never to return his crime whatever particular aggravations it might have tis certain amounted to high treason against his lord and governor who was also his maker against whom he rose in rebellion took up arms and in a word raised a horrid and unnatural war in his dominions but being overcome in battle and made prisoner he and all his host whose numbers were infinite all glorious angels like himself lost at once their beauty and glory with their innocence and commenced devils being transformed by crime into monsters and frightful objects such as to describe human fancy is obliged to draw pictures and descriptions in such forms as are most hateful and frightful to the imagination these notions i doubt not gave birth to all the beauteous images and sublime expressions in mr milton's majestic poem where though he has played the poet in a most luxuriant manner he has sinned against satan most egregiously and done the devil a manifest injury in a great many particulars as i shall show in his place and as i shall be obliged to do satan justice when i come to that part of his history mr milton's admirers must pardon me if i let them see that though i admire mr milton as a poet yet that he was greatly out in matters of history and especially the history of the devil in short that he has charged satan falsely in several particulars and so he has adam and eve too but that i shall leave till i come to the history of the royal family of eden which i resolve to present you with when the devil and i have done with one another but not to run down mr milton neither whose poetry or his judgment cannot be reproached 
without injury to our own all those bright ideas of his which make his poetry so justly valued whether they are capable of proof as to the fact are notwithstanding confirmations of my hypothesis and are taken from a supposition of the personality of the devil placing him at the head of the infernal host as a sovereign elevated spirit and monarch of hell and as such it is that i undertake to write his history by the word hell i do not suppose or at least not determine that his residence or that of the whole army of devils is yet in the same local hell to which the divines tell us he shall be at last chained down or at least that he is yet confined to it for we shall find he is at present a prisoner at large of both which circumstances of satan i shall take occasion to speak in its course but when i call the devil the monarch of hell i am to be understood as suits to the present purpose that he is the sovereign of all the race of hell that is to say of all the devils or spirits of the infernal clan let their numbers quality and powers be what they will upon this supposed personality and superiority of satan or as i call it the sovereignty and government of one devil above all the rest i say upon this notion are formed all the systems of the dark side of futurity that we can form in our minds and so general is the opinion of it that it will hardly bear to be opposed by any other argument at least that will bear to be reasoned upon all the notions of a parody of devils or making a commonwealth among the black divan seem to be enthusiastic and visionary but with no consistency or certainty and is so generally exploded that we must not venture so much as to debate the point taking it then as the generality of mankind do that there is a grand devil a superior of the whole black race that they all fell together with their general satan at the head of them that though he satan could not maintain his high station in heaven yet that he did continue his dignity among the rest who are called his servants in scripture his angels that he has a kind of dominion or authority over the rest and that they were all how many millions soever in number at his command employed by him in all his hellish designs and in all his wicked contrivances for the destruction of man and for the setting up of his own kingdom in the world supposing then that there is such a superior master-devil over all the rest it remains that we inquire into his character and something of his history in which though we cannot perhaps produce such authentic documents as in the story of other great monarchs tyrants and furies of the world yet i shall endeavour to speak some things which the experience of mankind may be apt to confirm and which the devil himself will hardly be able to contradict it being then granted that there is such a thing or person call him which we will as a master devil that he is thus superior to all the rest in power and in authority and that all the other evil spirits are his angels or ministers or officers to execute his commands and are employed in his business it remains to inquire whence he came how he got hither into this world what that business is which he is employed about what his present state is and where are and to what part of the creation of god he is limited and restrained what the liberties are he takes or is allowed to take in what manner he works and how his instruments are likewise allowed to work what he has done ever since he has commenced devil what he is now doing and what he may yet do before his last and closer confinement as also what he cannot do and how far we may or may not be said to be exposed to him or have or have not reason to be afraid of him these and whatever else occurs in the history and conduct of this archdevil and his agents that may be useful for information caution or diversion you may expect in the process of this work
i know it has been questioned by some with more face than fear how it consists with the complete victory of the devil which they say was at first obtained by the heavenly powers over satan and his apostate army in heaven that when he was cast out of his holy place and dashed down into the abyss of eternal darkness as into a place of punishment a condemned hole or place of confinement to be reserved there to the judgment of the great day i say how it consists with that entire victory to let him loose again and give him liberty like a thief that has broken prison to range about god's creation and there to continue his rebellion commit new ravages and acts of hostility against god make new efforts of dethroning the almighty creator and in particular to fall upon the weakest of his creatures man how satan being so entirely vanquished he should be permitted to recover any of his wicked powers and find room to do mischief to mankind nay they go farther and suggest bold things against the wisdom of heaven in exposing mankind weak in comparison of the immense extent of the devil's power to so manifest an overthrow to so unequal a fight in which he is sure if alone in the conflict to be worsted to leave him such a dreadful enemy to engage with and so ill furnished with weapons to assist him these objections i shall give as good an answer to as the case will admit in this course but must adjourn them for the present that the devil is not yet a close prisoner we have evidence enough to confirm i will not suggest that like our nougat thieves to bring little devils and great devils together he is let out by connivance and has some little latitudes and advantages of, for mischief by that means returning at certain seasons to his confinement again this might hold were it not that the comparison must suggest that the power which has cast him down could be deluded and the underkeepers or jailers under whose charge he was in custody could wink at his excursions and the lord of the place know nothing of the matter but this wants farther explanation End of part one, chapter two.